Hey Gunner, hey everybody, welcome back to another Dave and Gunner show. So I am here, we got a special episode going on with uh, Camille Tootie, who you remember from episode 153, if I remember correctly. So hi Camille. Hi. Yeah, so we're going to talk about, I think, a fantasy that everybody in uh, that that is listening to the podcast right now has of like, hey, I'm, uh, you know, I, I work on computers all day or I work with computers all day. Do I really need to live where I'm at? Can I just like say the heck with it? And I'll, I want to go somewhere and, and I could live anywhere and do my job and all that. Um, but for a lot of us, like for me, I'm too chicken, right? <laughs> but, but Camille actually did it. And, and so she went from being uh, a DC resident to a, a digital nomad. So she's here to, to tell us uh, about her story. And obviously she, she survived. I did. Yeah. But, but let's, Tell us this whole story arc, and let, let's start off with, uh, well, why, what was your motivation for wanting to uh, um, uh, do the whole digital nomad life? <laughs> I mean, it's it's something that I've been thinking about a lot. I love traveling. I've been to over 30, 40 countries. And last year, last summer, I did a lot of soul searching because I was going through a health uh, situation. So I spent a lot of time thinking about what would make me truly happy. You know, I was working as a journalist. I've been a journalist my entire life. And um, living in D.C., you know, reaching the pinnacle of my career. And I wasn't truly happy. So I started thinking about what makes me truly happy. And I, you know, I had this vision board I created many years ago where I had places of Bora Bora, San Francisco, like a jet setter lifestyle. Um, And I realized that, you know, I'm a journalist. I do my work on a computer. I could be literally anywhere that has a internet connection and do my work. So why stay in one location? Um, that's pretty much the motivation. I, I wasn't truly happy, and I felt I needed to get away from D.C. for a while. Mm-hmm. And that was that was kind of the you know the the starting point to it all. Okay, so so what did you, where did you go to like a Panera or or uh, <laughs> where did you end up going? I went to Mexico. A Panera in Mexico. (laughs) (laughs) So the, well, I started, this took about two, three months to plan. I had to quit my job as editor in chief. um, And I had to, I had to figure it out. It took me about two, three months to figure it all out. Because I started with this kind of soul searching journey in, in June and by August, I had figured it out. Yeah. So I had been to Mexico twice before and just loved it. Yeah. And I said to my husband, why don't we just go to Mexico? I mean, we love it. We got married on the beach there. It's fantastic. The weather is great. You know, it's only three, three and a half hour direct flight from here if mm. anything you know would happen in DC and we need to get back fast so we started thinking about it and yeah. we said okay why don't we go to Mexico first and then why don't we drive 
throughout Central America. We'll stay in Mexico for as long as we want. Mm -hmm. we, we chose Cancun first. Now we are in Playa del Carmen until about April. And then we're probably going to drive through Belize. Uh, depending on the, uh, the situation in these various countries in Central America, we'll see where we stay and where we go. So these are the options, Honduras, El Salvador, mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, uh, Costa Rica, hopefully ending up in Panama. Okay. And there is a way that you can actually ship your car across mm -hmm. to Colombia. I would love to end up in Colombia. Yeah. But we'll see. I mean, I don't want to have a very strict plan. We want to go to places that we like. And if, let's say, I say, uh, oh, Belize, where I've never been, you know, uh, let's go for two weeks. And if it's not what we expected, we just drive on, keep going yeah. until we find something that we like. Yeah. 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 And, and you could check out each place along the way and then at the end reflect on it. It's like, what was your favorite place? And maybe that's where right. you want to you know, settle down. So. Right. Okay. So what are... So, you know, like I can imagine, okay, how would I get started? And it's like I would need a really big suitcase or a moving van or, <laughs> or so you got a big U-Haul or what, what all, I mean, what was the whole thought process of? It's actually yeah. the opposite. I yeah. got rid of a lot of stuff. Yeah. I had a thousand pairs of shoes that I had to store. I threw away a lot, donated a lot of clothes. Right now I have probably eight to ten items, clothing items, like clothes, in my closet in Playa del Carmen. And um, I try to be more of a minimalist than I've right. ever been before because clutter makes me anxious. And right. I just had too many things, to be honest. I had a closet full of designer clothes. I had all the shoes you could dream of. But in the end, that wasn't making me happy. Right. So scaling down because... I said we're taking one suitcase right. to Mexico. I'm not a piece or for both of you. For the both of us, okay. yeah. Mm -hmm. So we scaled down. We threw away a lot of stuff. We also rented out our condo. Right. Um, and this is something that we haven't mentioned. We took our dog with us, Freya, right. a French bulldog who's super high maintenance. <laughs> and we just packed everything into a forerunner that we had bought for the purpose of traveling, and. We left. We were supposed to leave on election day. No, no, you know, relation to that day. <laughs> you, but you're out. You've that had was, it. Yeah, November. Yeah. No, that was, you know, November Just we're questions. leaving. Yeah. But because of having to go through the process of taking Freya to the vet, getting her paperwork, that in the end, literally nobody has asked for it, not even crossing the border. Yeah. Nobody, nobody even saw that we had a dog. And they didn't care. I mean, she was in the back seat. Right, right. So they they saw her, but they didn't ask for any papers. So right. I wonder if coming back it would be more. Oh yeah, of yeah. course, of yeah. course, it's gonna be much. A little more skeptical. Yeah. yeah. Um, Bulldog's so. French. Yeah. <laughs> but she has her papers. She'll have to when we do come back. If we come back, we'll come back. So she back. has like a little doggy passport, or is no, it a, no, 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 no. She a just and... well, she has her uh, certificate, health certificate. Uh -huh. as a, she had her rabies shots okay. and other shots that Mexico requires. Uh, but I mean, coming back to the U.S., she has to get checked out by a Mexican vet before she can mm, come into okay. the country. Yeah. Okay. 
And and so yeah, it sounds like a non-obvious thing was like with the pet. Are there any other? And also like downsizing and everything. Were there any other considerations or things that is like surprised you in terms of the preparation? Um, well, I was lucky because once we knew that we wanted to go to Cancun first. I have a friend over there that we got to know who works for one of the resorts where we got married. Mm. And she was the one who helped us get in touch with people who are renting out their condos. Oh. So these were, you know, people that she knew. Actually, they were her bosses. So I didn't have to try to find anything on Airbnb yeah. or... Real estate agent. And, right, yeah, right. Yeah, so right. that was, I was very, very fortunate. And once that was said in... The, you know, that that had been decided, okay, we're going to be in Cancun, and then we're going to be in Playa del Carmen. Uh, and right now we're, um, we are on our third condo. Oh, I can tell you the surprising thing. I mean, driving from D.C., yeah, I can Cancun. imagine. Like by the time you got there, you're like done with your husband, or or was it was it a fun thing with or, or no? It's, it's like not, you got on honestly. No, it's or, not fun. Yeah, you're in the car because I had told the host of the condo that we were going to be in Cancun on a certain day, mm -hmm. and you know I had already paid for it, and we were t you know ten days late pretty oh, much. Right, yeah. So that annoyed me the most. But dry, <laughs> you know, we went through Texas. We stayed in Texas a few days, got to Knoxville, and the car broke down. Yeah. So had to get a new transmission. Oh, no. So we were stuck in Knoxville, which I don't recommend unless you... Like Knoxville. Yeah, unless you're into only college football and things like that. Yeah. There's not, not much to do there. So that delayed our trip, and then we were driving, and I have a really bad back, mm, so right. sitting in the car, and sometimes we would drive, you know, 12 hours straight, and that oh, wasn't fun, yeah. no. And then in, in Knoxville, Knoxville, <laughs> someone recommended a really, really bad hotel. I mean, I think it's one one that you can rent by the hour, right. and I was yeah, so Wake up in the bathtub without <laughs> yeah, a kidney. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, 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 one yeah, of those yeah. places. But driving all that distance, it's like from, I think it's from when you cross the Mexican border and you drive to Cancun, it's like crossing this, like the, the continent of Europe. So mm -hmm. it's a lot of driving, and I don't drive, so my husband oh, did right. all the okay. driving yeah. um, with, the, with the dog in the back seat. Yeah. And at times that was just like, I just want to get there because you are driving, the roads aren't always that great. Mm -hmm. And we did things that I would not recommend, and okay. people had recommended for us not to do, and that's drive when it's dark or at night, um, because things can happen. You got in Mexico or Knoxville? No, <laughs> in <Okay>. Mexico. <laughs> uh, we just, luckily nothing happened. Yeah. We never had news and got to Cancun safe and sound. Good. Okay. All right. And then... Um, yeah, so if we if we think about like lessons learned and and you know if you were to do this all over again or an important advice that you might have overlooked or there are certain things you would always do the same or always do different. I don't honestly <laughs> I don't think I would drive again. Yeah. It's such a, a long trip. Yeah. Um, 
the dog liked it. Yeah, that's the yeah, thing. Yeah, she, she really she, enjoyed it. <laughs> she just slept. She gets, I don't think she probably goes on long car rides. No, she doesn't. Yeah, no. so that could have been terrible, yeah. right? If she, if she, you know, just decided now we're into it, it's like, no, I'm not doing this. And well, the thing with having a French bulldog is that it's, it's a, it can be dangerous for them to fly. So that oh, was the main okay. reason because they're such, you know, right. shortened-nosed dogs. Right. Um, they have these smushed-in faces. So there have been cases where French bulldogs have died during oh a flight, gosh. things like that. So, And we thought it would be sort of an adventure. This is right. how I see it, you know. Right. We're taking a year to go on this adventure and... You know, I don't want to have like a super set plan. Right. I just want to have fun and mm -hmm. experience things. And we've been doing that for the past two two months or so. Okay. All right. All right. So, as as we land the plane here, where where to next in terms of like, are are you still going to do the the digital nomad thing, or are you looking at doing or or as part of that doing something different or going somewhere different? It sounds like you're going to sort of do the South American sampler and, and figure out what you like the best, but tell, tell us about, you know, wh what you're thinking. Well, so I have to be where I can work. Mm -hmm. People think just because I have an office, I'm not working, but I'm, I, I am working, even though I'm, you know, doing most of my work as a freelance journalist and I do consulting as well. So this, this year is, so where, where, where is next, if you mm -hmm. ask that? So next we'll be seeing if we want to leave Playa in April like planned and then make our way down to Panama. Mm -hmm. And for me professionally, um, you know, I'm, I'm still doing the work that I was before, but I get to pick my own projects. And this year is all about completing my passion projects. So I'm working on a book mm -hmm. that I've been working on what feels like forever. And I'm also helping edit one of my friends in Sweden uh, who's a published author and motivational speaker and tech guy and renaissance man, his book. Uh, and <clears throat> so um, there, I have a lot going on, but it's a good, you know, workload. And so I, I, for me, it's about doing fun Things. I wasn't having fun in D.C. Right. Now I'm actually having fun. And I think that as we grow older or we forget about having fun, we have our musts and obligations. We have families. We have responsibilities. So it's rare to have fun, but I'm finally having fun. Yeah, and that's I've read some books, too, about how, you know, in your early career, it's all about climbing that ladder in the mm -hmm. rat race. And then eventually you reach the plateau and it's like you know and and the thing that i struggle with is it's like okay where's that next rung in the ladder right. it's like no, maybe you're at at the plateau or you're at a plateau and maybe you should just pause for a little bit and enjoy the view mm -hmm. and um and, that is so yeah. true i think i've had difficulties doing that and appreciating my achievements and my goals that i've met in my professional life, but also personally. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but my brain is still, you know, a little bit has that rat race mentality that 
mentality like what's next what's the what's the next big thing that i can do what should i be doing next and i don't want to think that because as you know as soon as you start trying to live up to other people's expectations that's when you become miserable right so i wanna i wanna have fun i wanna dedicate my time to doing good meaningful work Mm -hmm. i want to meet great people i want to make connection meaningful connections and uh, have my own hours and go to the beach Mm -hmm. and work in exotic locations i mean it it's a fantasy that has come uh, become true yeah so how like i can imagine though that working from home in mexico apply to carmen um there's no like Kubernetes meetup or whatever that you can go to to scratch your technical itch where you want to like nerd out with somebody or is there in terms you know or is it like oh let's we'll talk to people about the beach or whatever but how do you you know like like before we hit recording we were talking about that Seinfeld episode where there was boyfriend George and there was uh, friend George and the worlds can't collide but are there ways that you could take your um the, the technical part of your brain that, or and, and stimulate that locally, or do you, or how how do you keep that active? It's funny because Playa is a haven for digital nomads. There oh, are okay. so like, many. It's like expats. And, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, they come. It sounds. It's like I don't know how to describe it, but. You know, you have all these people coming from America opening up their own little shops. If if it's like, they could be digital nomads or they could be just expats and and people who have retired. But, you know, there are vegan stores. um, There are these little boutiques and studios and fitness places that... Americans have opened up so so in terms of, and there there are co-working spaces as well so okay. you see a lot of people on their laptops at cafes working right. so I, I haven't actually done that I haven't gone to a co-working space yet yeah but I plan to uh, but I also stay in touch with my friends so yeah. um, all my all my friends here in DC have some kind of technical expertise yep. So if I if I need to nerd out, really, I turn to them. I'm only a text away, so right. it's it's easy for me to do. Okay. And and second to last question, uh, how's your Spanish? <laughs> Improving. Yeah. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm uh, ordering my food and my coffee in Spanish. So Cafe Americano. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, luckily, my husband is fluent. It, right. Well, the funny thing, I, I thought I married a fluent in Spanish-speaking man. Turns out that his, his Spanish is more <laughs> Spanglish because his yeah, family is right. from El Salvador. Okay. And that version of Spanish is completely oh, different okay, from right. Mexican right. Spanish. <laughs> so I said... After all these years that we've been together, you're telling me you can't read the news? Because I, I was on my computer Oh, one so it's morning. not like just idioms and local slang? No, wow. no. And I was like, oh, we had the Mexican news on. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, can you translate what's happening? Because I didn't understand right. it, but it looked exciting. <laughs> and, you know, they have these... Um, uh, 
these local newscasts and it looks really exciting and he's like I have no idea what's going on and I was wow. like what but you speak Spanish yeah, he said yeah. oh but it's a different kind of Spanish okay. so uh, it's it's funny there are there are just many differences between the <laughs> two versions and sometimes you know sometimes I'm just like okay I, he thinks I'm getting better at Spanish than he is oh Right. So, but I pick up languages really easily. Right. I mean, yeah. I speak Swedish is my mother language, and then Finnish, mm. and then English. Right. And then I, you know, studied French for many years. So for me, it's like, okay, I, I pick up things really fast. Yeah. But maybe next time you see me, uh, we can have like a half decent conversation in Spanish. Do you speak okay. Spanish? Uh, poco. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. My, yeah, my daughter is, uh, she, she uh, at least in high school, you know, that's like, they, you know, from like grade school, the whole way up yeah. to high school. And we, we went to Miami on vacation once and we we're doing Uber and my, my daughter's sitting up in the front seat talking to the, the Miami uh, Uber driver. Yeah. They're just going off about Spanish and just like, you know, it was, it was just hilarious. I have no idea what they're talking about. Yeah. Maybe that will be me soon. Yeah. Yeah. You can talk to Warren. So, yeah. All right. That would be cool. Okay. Last question. If if uh, we talked about a lot of things and uh, to get the show notes and uh, the picture of the week obviously has to be uh, a picture of Freya enjoying Mexico. <laughs> so uh, so to get that picture of Freya, um, where do we need to send people? Dgshow.org. All right, muy bien, muy bien. Muy bien. So, Gracias. All right. Well, thanks, Camille, and thanks everybody for listening. Thank you.